0: Hey guys, this week on the Launchpad Podcast, we are doing the long-awaited, highly requested list episode. We are going to get you through this spooky October season with a list of recommendations for like awesome horror movies, movies we've seen, movies we want to see.
1: We're going to talk about it. We're going to break this list down. We put some thought into it because we've had a lot of requests. Like a lot of people are writing to us asking us about this. They're like, "Ask what's our list going to be like this year? Can you guys send us a list?" But I, I I took this as as like some solemn duty here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got to give a big shout out to Toy Bricks. Hit us up asking about the
0: list. They were pretty excited to hear what the recommendations were for this Halloween. And a big shout out to Jeremy Baumiller. He released his Shocktoberfest 2020 list this year, and gave us some, some credit for inspiring the idea to drop this. He had some great stuff on his list. Uh, you guys should definitely check his list. Jeremy B. on Letterboxd. And all the movies that we talk about today will be on my Letterboxd as Aaron McLean. So uh, you can find me, A-A-R-O-N-M-C-L-A-N-E on Letterboxd. And my list is called The Launchpad Podcast, October 2020 Watch List super imaginative i
1: know and my list is on a piece of paper that i wrote with a pencil and you can find my list in my garage in the dvd section (laughs) because i don't know about letterbox or anything else in the future although some of this stuff is streaming and streaming means that you could go onto like a piece of technology and like even wirelessly watch it and streaming means it's in a stream of consciousness of the internet and you can just watch it and it Sometimes freezes. That's what streaming is. I know all about that.
0: (laughs) And the subtitles rarely match up to what they're saying.
1: Yeah. Most of of my list can be found on Netflix in which you ask them for a DVD. They send it to you in the mail. You watch it and then keep it as long as you want and then send the DVD back also in the mail.
0: (laughs) Who still does that? Do you still do the DVDs?
1: No, I don't. (sighs) No, I don't. But I was late to the streaming. Like I found, like Amanda had streaming, but she wasn't using it. And I found it. Like it must have been. We lived together, so it was after you and I lived together. It must have been two thousand in like ten or eleven. Oh and my I was God. like, oh, Do you see this? To change the game. And now I like you do. How much How much money do you think I spent a month on DVDs? A couple hundred dollars. I mean, how much am I spending now on DVDs? Yeah, it was the same said the same thing. But now now they're smart. They're making like better DVDs now with or the Blu-rays with special features and yeah. shit. I can't help myself still.
0: It turned into a thing where it's like, well, we should get into it. Follow us on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Now let's get on with the list.
1: Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one.
0: We all,
1: running. We have a all right. Welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Matt. Uh, I don't know if that was supposed to be a vampire or a ghost. It just kind of went for spooky in general. <laughs> it was spooky. I'm creeped out. Look at me. I'm shaking. Oh, his hair's standing up. <laughs> your hair's looking good, by the way. Your hair and your beard, You got and you got like a little... Zip up sweatshirt. You look adorable today, room. Oh yeah, I'm getting fashion, man. You are uh, getting fashion. That's how you know someone who knows what's up when they say I'm getting fashion. <laughs> I feel
0: like I'm looking like uh, either Dan Haggerty, Grizzly Adams himself, or mm-hmm. Kurt Russell from The Thing, a little McCready.
1: But see, both of them are like scraggly. You look you look less scraggly today than you have in weeks past. You look a little groomed.
0: I'm I'm the fashion McCready.
1: like you totally are he wears
0: those little mole man glasses out of necessity i wear them because they're cool cool (laughs) (laughs) so yeah what you were saying about dvds before we got carried away like i used to be i i I got to a point where i was like you know what i'm all in for digital i'm tired of amassing this amount of stuff and having to need space for dvds and stuff space is at a premium in in los angeles and the apartments i live in you know space is always at a premium but then Suddenly, like streaming services, I found out that they'd be like, oh, you know that movie you wanted to watch last week?
1: It's gone now. And you're like, what? Yeah, we don't have it anymore.
0: What? And like certain times of the year, I want to watch specific movies. Like at Christmas time, I have a block of movies that I want to watch that my Christmas movie list, but they don't always show up on streaming services. So I need to buy Scrooge. So I know I can watch Scrooge whenever I want. Home Alone. Mm Mm-hmm you know but that's christmas movies same thing for halloween movies i need green slime cuz that's not gonna always just be on amazon for me to watch for free i'll have and to see, pay for weird it the thing
1: is like you're saying green slime and you and i know green slime but like not everybody does so i get that but like we all fucking know home alone if you're a streaming service but i'm not even going to say a any of the top 3 or 4 streaming services one of you better fucking have home alone over the holidays why would you not and it rarely happens and i've noticed You'll see like a movie like Home Alone on until like mid-November. Then they they lose it or pull it during Christmas and then it comes back after. And I've seen that in the holidays and the Halloween season too. I've seen like, you know, I really want to watch this installment of Friday the 13th. And then like during the month of October, I go to watch it and it's not there. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Then later it's back in like November, December. It's
0: all the streaming wars, dude. So it's bullshit. You have a property. Let's say you own Home Alone, the rights to Home Alone, and somebody makes a deal with you, but they're like, oh, somebody else made a better deal with us to have it during Christmas. And you're like, oh, so my Johnny Netflix gets it six months out of the year, and then the second it hits November 13th, some other Billy Netflix gets Home Alone all of a sudden. And it's like, it drives me nuts. If somebody could just come up with a way that I could have a digital blockbuster.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, the good news is at least, and I think you're, you gotta be in the same boat. Most of the movies that mean something to me, like you said, the ones that you have to watch every Christmas, that you have to watch every Halloween, most of those I own. Yeah. Even if I own it only on VHS. And I have a couple of Halloween movies that I only own on VHS because they never made it to fucking DVD or at least not in this country. But, Like, I own most of those, so usually it's not, like, a big deal, but then I have first world problems where I gotta walk out to the garage, and because my fucking collection is so massive, it's more or less in alphabetical order by category. So if I'm looking for this specific movie, I know it's on this shelf somewhere, but sometimes I have to, like, literally, because it's double or triple stacked, I gotta remove entire shelves just to get to the back shelf of it, which... Ugh, my life is so hard, guys. I want you to fucking pity me because when I have to look up Leprechaun in the hood, I ha- like it's hard because it doesn't come in the Leprechaun box set. So it's, it's separate from that. On my
0: show. Oh, my God. The second time I had to buy all the Friday the 13th DVDs, I had to buy Jason in Space and Jason Goes to Hell. The only way to get an unrated version was on a German Blu-ray that still had, uh, had English tracks. So it's not subtitled. Um, I had to buy it mm. as a two pack. And it can't you know, it's it's how I could get the unrated Jason Goes to Hell. But recently they released a whole mm. box set that should be coming in the mail sometime this month and I'm so excited. But we'll get into Where'd it. Where'd
1: you get it from? Uh Amazon. Yeah, me too. I think uh, my I think mine said it was coming October thirteenth, which Ooh. is dude, the day before you could watch a couple before the baby comes. Oh,
0: oh man. Well, that baby, <laughs> that baby's going to be exposed to Friday thirteenth before it even knows it's watching
1: a movie. So. Day one, yeah, <laughs> day one, little girl.
0: Oh my God. So we got a list. We got a big list, and this is how we do this. Normally, I, I came up with what I think is a great formula for how to make sure you get the most variety and some of the best movies out of your holiday Halloween watching experience. Should I just read the list first and then we kind of go into it? What do you like think? the categories of the list? Yeah, the categories. Yeah, 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 I think so. All right, so I recommend every year around Halloween, you should watch a vampire movie, a werewolf movie, a mummy movie, a Frankenstein movie, a creature feature, a mad science movie, a tiny terror movie, a supernatural horror movie, a maniac, in quotes, slasher movie, an alien movie, and a zombie movie. Now, I shortened it. Last year, I had one more on there that was giant monster movie, but I took that out because Godzilla's a summer movie for me, man.
1: Godzilla, yeah. I, w- I don't know that I have Godzilla as seasonal, but I don't have him or giant monsters in general, and specific, I guess, as um ha- ha- uh, Halloween. Yeah. I don't think that's part of it. I also, you have Alien movie on here. I wouldn't put Alien as a must Halloween like a uh, 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 category. I'm not against it. There's plenty of movies that fall into that category, but I would rather watch two slashers or two zombies or something yeah, why than not? throw a, an alien movie. And I actually, Amanda and I watched uh, a movie last night and although comedic and childish in nature, it made me realize we're skipping a genre here. We're skipping a subgenre, a category, oh. and I think it should be witches slash the occult. Oh, see, I would have lumped right? that into then supernatural yeah, but supernatural's so big
0: so big, yeah, because there's a couple I have multiple movies under my supernatural horror thing, and you're right there's like because you could have like you could have haunted house movie as a subgenre there
1: right, and I was like haunted like because I thought that was the things I thought were specifically missing was some side of a haunted haunted place, haunted house, uh a demon, something with like the demon, the devil possession, or cultists or witchcraft. And I think those could all be their own category, or you could break it up into bigger blocks. Like, I thought the occult would take care yeah. of cults, witches, and demons. Whereas know, supernatural, supernatural
0: can cover just your big regular if, ghosts. I mean, supernatural, yeah, haunted like house. you say,
1: Supernatural is anything that's not real. So you have your thrillers and your supernatural horror. Mm-hmm. You, could break those, you could break horror, and, and I think you're right. You've said this many times. You could kind of break the horror genre into those two categories. Any horror movie could be supernatural horror or thriller you know
0: yeah well let's get into it man let's start right at the top a vampire movie you got a vampire movie you recommend to people
1: the original dracula is just so goddamn good 1931 it's so good i love it i I actually a couple years ago watched it with a teenager like a 13 year old boy who was reading the book in school and had to watch it for a homework assignment and i was like i will watch you i love it he was bored before the credits are over. Yeah. And he's like, it's black and white. It's, you know, they don't realize why, but like the shots are incredibly long. Yeah. But you're like, you're missing the fucking art here, bro. And it's, it's so, so good. Oh, I love it. I literally watched this this week. Watched it with Kate.
0: And here's some interesting facts. So Bella Lugosi was their last choice. And mm-hmm. he was, he had starred as Dracula on like off-Broadway, on-Broadway, you know, in a play because this is based on a play that was really popular at the time. He was their last choice. They didn't, they didn't want him to do it. They didn't really care about him, but he finally got it. And dude, he's the iconic Dracula. Now, yeah. the woman who plays Mina in it has such a tragic story. So she, actress? yeah, she was a big stage person and This was like her only role. Like, she moved out to LA after this role, after she landed this role and did this movie and had like delusions of grandeur and never really did anything again. And then she like went back to plays, but never really starred in anything and then tried to get back into movies. But she ended up like in a sanitarium, accidentally lighting herself on fire, living disfigured in an insane asylum, and then died and nobody collected her ashes.
1: Did she light herself on fire in the sanitarium? Smoking in bed, yeah. Feel like if you have that happen to your patients, you're not a good sanitarium. No, right? but
0: like we're talking like sanitariums in the '30s, dude. <laughs> I mean, I've seen enough oh, yes. haunted sanitarium movies to know that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, that's that's pretty hardcore. Yeah, those Universal classics are. You know, the creature movies, the the monster universal monster movies are so good. So good. Like, all of them. Oh, I'm adding to my list right now. This Invisible Man. I haven't seen that in a while. Fuck yeah. I love it. Oh, Um, so good. But yeah, Dracula is good. And then I also have um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I absolutely love. I fall for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Even though it's really not that amazing. It's just fun. It's great filmmaking. I love that they made it with old tricks. Like, they didn't want to do a lot of visual stuff. So they did as much in-camera. And practical effects, even the even the visual effects they have, they try to do it as old school rotoscoping and stuff like that as possible, even though the newer technology was available. There's some sequences there that are great, and I love the soundtrack for that movie. It's great. That's definitely like on my my Halloween October soundtrack that I listened to all
0: month. We actually got to talk to the guy who worked on the armor that that like iconic yeah. armor for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, Chris Gilman is a special effects and armorer and uh, wardrobe and specialty props guy. He's worked on fucking every movie you could think of. But he not only worked on this movie, but he was one of the guys responsible for the red armor that that just ridiculously infamous, you know, wardrobe from that movie. He was on some of that, and it was just, I mean. The movies, there is so many cool things about that movie, it, and it really it's a, it's a it really is a different take. And I think Anthony Hopkins is my least favorite part of that movie. Which, but it's also how crazy is that?
0: Yeah, yeah how right. crazy is that that Anthony Hopkins, who normally I'll watch anything he's in, and he's usually fantastic. Like he does feel kind of stuffy compared to some of the other people. There is a lot that's a lot of that. Like I have issues with that movie, but I don't want to I don't want to talk about that now. I want you know I, I want to put it on the list for sure. So I watched I watched the Netflix Dracula miniseries this, the, oh, that, okay. that's my recommendation. Really cool. And you recommend it? You say yes for that? Very different. So so it's a three-part miniseries. And mm-hmm. it's telling the story of Dracula, but very different. It's doing its own thing, and it reminded me very much of like a Hammer Horror, how it's like, yeah, you you were like, I get it, Dracula, but let me do my own thing, and, yeah. and you'll be entertained. It's cool. It is really cool. I, there's so many like fun plot twists that I don't want to give it away, but it starts with Jonathan Harker and he looks diseased he his hair's fallen out and he's trying to tell these two nuns how he escaped Dracula's castle and it's it, that's the first episode and it's you know you have you have vampire hunting nuns you have you know Dracula's castle stuff you have Dracula so many cool things but you know wolves transformations then the first one was like okay that's really cool then the second one is a story that we've never seen before and it's the last Voyage of the Demeter. Mm. It's the ship that Dracula comes on, and when it gets to England, it's everybody on board's dead and it's a guy just strapped to the wheel.
1: One of my favorite part of that whole story. Yeah. Right? The whole Dracula Bram Stoker story.
0: And nobody has ever told that story or seen that story. So getting to see this voyage, I think I like it. There's some weird things because they they needed more people than just sailors. So they they added this bit where they're allowing certain passengers on this ship for various reasons. So there's a couple of people on this as a passenger thing. And I don't think, like, to me, it doesn't line up historically. I don't think a cargo ship would allow general passengers. <laughs> you can't suspend your disbelief for that.
1: I'm fine. It's, it's fine. supernatural, timeless being who could t- turn into fog and drinks human blood. You're like, okay, fine. You're like, ah, but no, cargo ships do usually not accept passengers.
0: It's fine. It is what it is. It's fine. It's totally fine. It's cool. It's cool to watch. And then the third one takes kind of a bizarre turn. I don't hate it. A lot of reviews that I've read, this is where people were like, "No, I'm out. I don't like that." But I I was like, "You know what? I came through the other two. I might as well check it out." And it still delivers, so it's cool. So, you like this is a recommend you like this show? Yeah. Especially if you're looking for something a little more long form. Like, it's just a cool story because it's made by the BBC, the same people who did the awesome Sherlock Holmes mini series. There's a couple of fun like Throws to Sherlock Holmes like one of the nuns. Jonathan Harker's like he's like I'm so messed up from from being drained by Dracula. I don't even remember what my fiance looks like. And she goes, "I'll help you out. I have I have a relative who's a detective in London." And you're like, "Oh, Sherlock Holmes reference, cool." <laughs> so it's it's fun and the vampires are cool. Dracula's cool. The transformations, the blood drinking, I like it. So yeah, I definitely recommend it. I think this delivers on all the Dracula cylinders that you would want a movie like this to fire on. All right. Next category, a werewolf movie.
1: The big ones. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I hate to be an original, but I just watched um all the special features on the Arrow Blu-ray release of American Werewolf. Although, yep. actually, there's two feature-length documentaries on there that I haven't watched yet, so maybe I'll hit one of those. Um, but that those, I mean, those are so good. This, this month, I'm actually going to try to watch two that I haven't watched yet. Yep. One is The Hammer, Curse of the Werewolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I know nobody really likes too much, except for like the diehard Hammer fans. But I want to check it out. Uh, oddly enough, Amanda, I mentioned like this Halloween, this season, mentioned to Amanda, who you guys know, my wife doesn't care about anything cool except me. I was like, "Listen, let's just watch watch one horror movie with me. You could pick which one it is, you know, whatever." And she was like, "I want to watch old something old." And I was like, "Okay, how old?" And I was looking as I was saying that, looking at a Hammer movie on one of the streaming things. I explained to her about how Hammer came in the 70s and it was started to be like they started to be like a little bit more um what's it called like uh, exploitive it was a lot more sex a lot more blood uh it was the you know the the next logical evolution of the the universal classics so she seems interested in that so that's got me thinking now about Hammer so I'm going to try that curse of but then there's also one that's been on all of the streaming services called Big Bad Wolf which just looks like another made for DVD you know, stupid werewolf movie. But David Naughton is in it—the guy who plays David from American Werewolf in London. And I was reading an article about that, and it mentioned that that movie is not too bad. And I was like, okay, a not too bad werewolf movie—I'll go in with that expectations.
0: And and it's true—it's hard to find good werewolf movies. We've we've talked about this in the past. How it's hard to make a good werewolf movie because you know you want to see the wolf, but it's hard to build a wolf that looks awesome. And. You know, American Werewolf in London is just one of my favorites because of his friend who
1: keeps showing
0: up all rotten.
1: I want to get him on the show. If he's still alive, wouldn't he? Like, I was thinking about trying to get David Naughton, but wouldn't he be better? That'd be great. Yeah, man. That'd be
0: so good. He's such a good... Like, the makeup is incredible and Mm. oh, just so good. So, my werewolf movie, I watched it this morning, actually, because I wanted to be Mm. prepared to, to recommend this. Late Phases. It's on Amazon.
1: Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, I have it on Blu-ray. Oh, it's great. It's a really good one. That's the one with the blind guy, right? Yeah, blind guy. Yeah, give give, give a give a synopsis. Get so,
0: it's a it. a blind army vet moves to this like retirement community and werewolves are killing people and like the first night he's there his neighbor gets shredded by a werewolf, his seeing-eye dog gets killed by a werewolf, and this guy's a cranky old cuss man and he's like, "Well, got to prepare to kill this werewolf. Fuck it. I know I'm blind, but I don't I don't care. I'm I'm an angry old man. Nothing's going to take me down." So he's just pissing everybody off while he's going about setting up for the next full moon when he's got to kill all the werewolves. We get a cameo from Tom Noonan as uh, a priest. What would people know him from? I mean, he was in Last Action Hero as the bad guy.
1: He was Francis Dollarhide in uh, Red Dragon, the original... Manhunter. No, not Red Dragon, Manhunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Manhunter. Yeah, he's great. He plays a priest and... I mean, you got a couple werewolves, some really good gory kills. I like the setup. Practical,
1: right? Practical werewolves. Very practical. Yeah, pretty good effects. The the transformation is
0: so cool. It's a little drawn out, but fine. I got to see cool stuff, Mm -hmm. but it has one beat where you see all these teeth fall on the floor and it pans up to his face and it's a guy with dentures in, you know, werewolf dentures, and hairy claw hands reach up to the mouth and then rip the face apart, revealing a wolf head underneath. And that is done in one shot. And that is, I rewound that like 10 times to try and spot how they did it. And they did it so
1: seamlessly. It's beautiful. Uh, uh, put that on my list. And I'm, I'm taking suggestions off our list now. So I'll, I'll have to watch that one. It's funny because I literally this morning just looked through to see if there's any titles in my DVD cabinet that were shooting out at me as ones that I should check out. And I saw that and I was like, ooh, that was good. I haven't seen that in a while, but then I just kept going. Oh man, so good. So we got some good werewolf suggestions for that. Here's a, I guess a lesser, a lesser visited category, but mummy, right? You have any good one? Any good suggestions for mummy?
0: Mummies are tough, man. A lot of like it's not often visited. Hammer has some great mummy movies. If you watch a Hammer mummy Mm. movies, you're in for a good time. But the one that I'm going with this holiday season, this October season, uh, I recommend the Mummy's Hand. So the first mummy came Mm. out for Universal Studios, and it was like, you know, Boris Karloff was the mummy, and he was awesome. And then he didn't really want to do that again, so they had to kind of reboot the mummy. So the mummy's hand is basically the same story, but different, a different character, some different characters that carry on through the, the next three films. And after that, it's a couple of movies with this particular mummy, and I, I think it's really cool. It's It's him, he's got one hollow eye socket and one eye. Mm. He looks really cool. It's it's a cool movie and a solid entry, even if it is kind of just a rehash of the first one. I think it's fun, and I think it's worth watching, especially if you haven't explored any of the other Universal
1: mummy movies. I haven't checked that one, and actually, and I've only watched the original Boris Calloff mummy maybe like five or six years ago. For the first time, is when I saw that. It's that recent to me of watching that one for the first time because it just had no interest in the in the character or the mythos. But then you watch The Mummy, the original one, and it's not, I don't think it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be the shambling, you know, shroud covered mummy, mummy the whole time. And it's yeah. not. That's not what the movie is. And it's actually really well acted. It's really well. The tone is good. The ambience is good. The story is pretty good. So I'll check that out. I have one that you should not check out, <laughs> or it's interesting uh, Time Walker. Okay. I just saw the trailer for this. I've never seen this movie. So Time Walker. It's a cover that I've seen numerous times, and it's got this weird, animated-looking blue alien with big red eyes kind of staring up at the stars. It this time walker, and kind of sci-fi-looking writing. I just assumed it was about an alien. The other night, I was flipping through Tubi, and it had that, and the description said something about a mummy and also about aliens. And I was like, wait, a mummy and aliens in the same movie? Yeah. Sold. <laughs> so I played it. <laughs> well, you
0: know they built the pyramids,
1: and- right? Yeah, oh yeah, for mummy sure. Mummy aliens. And we get into that. So there's, a, yeah, it's a whole thing about how there was, you know, the, it, it's, it's slowly explained. But they find Tutankhamen's tomb. They find a mummy in there. They find that the mummy's sarcophagus had hidden shelf that had these jewels that some guy steals. And then, like, they there's five or six of them. They get spread around. Like, he sells some of them. He gives some to girls. The mummy obviously wakes up and is coming after those things, but as that's happening, they start to like interpret hieroglyphics and realize that this was not like this per- this this person was a visitor or like a friend from elsewhere it wasn't someone from you know Egypt or from the pharaohs group, and they start to realize that like the pharaohs would kill everybody in the in the same that worked on their thing and actually yeah. we talked about this yeah, the yeah, other yeah. day with uh with Peter, uh, and if you haven't listened to Peter, the the guy who d- is doing this bitchin' henchman comic, we had a great interview with this guy talking about henchman. But yeah, we talked about the same thing. Lo and behold, this mummy that the the Egyptians buried was not a mummy of a human; it was a mummy of some random fucking alien that came down to help them build the pyramids and shit. Now the whole movie it, it's kind of searching for these jewels and killing. There's a couple really good kills and good practical effects, but it ends in one of my favorite ways that horror movies from this era end.
0: Everybody just First gets all, in the car and drives away?
1: No, no, better than that <laughs> even. The, the promised sequel that never happens. Yes. To be continued. Awesome. It's like a soft, I mean, it ends fine as it is, but it could be, you could have just rolled credits and called it a day, but it says to be continued. Like, number one, you thought you were making a sequel. Number two, like, anyone was going to give a shit. And it ends really <laughs> dumb. It ends like, the alien who's been, the alien mummy who's been killing all these people gets all of his jewels back and just starts to, like, he gets them all back. The shrouds evaporate. It is a terrible, like, Ruby's co- Ruby's Halloween costume of an alien. And all these people who've been chasing him are now, like, they have him cornered in a factory and they're staring there in awe. And our main character, who I think got hurt, like, the alien starts rotoscope glowing. The main character grabs onto him and then they both disappear. So like your main character has now disappeared. So theoretically they want you to be like where did he, where do they go next? What happened to them? And then it says to be continued and you're like uh email me about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that sounds yeah, that sounds sounds about right. So, seems like I got yeah. Um that's funny because a movie later on my list that you basically described the exact same plot but it had spawned I think two <laughs> or three sequels. So Well, we'll get okay. to that. We'll get to that. Up next, we have a Frankenstein movie. What do you got?
1: I So Frankenstein, I didn't have any for. So Ooh. when we're done with this, I, I there's a couple that I have, but I was trying to think of ones that I was either really eager to watch or ones that I watch every Halloween. And I don't really have a Frankenstein. Mm. I mean, the original Frankenstein is yeah. great. And I'll be honest, I love the Robert De Niro, Mary Shelley Frankenstein. I love it. I watched that in high school right about the time when I was reading the book in class. So it like had you know significance to me. Yeah. And then the makeup, the full body makeup on him was so cool So cool when I was in high school. So that that's
0: on my list for a rewatch. I don't remember it very well and I need to rewatch it and see where we're at with it. I love me some Kankenstein Man. It might be my favorite book of all time. I am looking for a Frankenstein movie that I have not been able to find or see and it's Andy Warhol's Flesh for Frankenstein.
1: Yeah, that's a hard one to find. He has a vampire one that's really hard to find.
0: Blood so. for Dracula, yeah. I really want to see those, but I can't find them anywhere. But the one I recommend, it's on Amazon, and it is Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell. Go on. So this is a Hammer. It is the seventh sequel in the Hammer Frankenstein series. And it's this young doctor. He gets busted trying to Frankenstein it up, and they they find him, and and- they find him stealing corpses and having a jar full of eyeballs, and they're like, "We're going to sentence you to this insane asylum." Don't set yourself on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes there, and everybody's a dick, and they're like hosing him down with fire hoses and and being real dicks. And he gets beat up, and they send him to the infirmary. And guess who's the doctor there? Holy shit, it's Frankenstein! But oh
1: yes, I so I when when so we did a lot of work with famous monsters of filmland. Yeah. We did a uh, panel for them at Comic-Con a couple years ago when they released their their, um, Ak Ives volume of Hammer Horror. Yes. And I read about this there, and I thought this one sounds awesome. Oh, I'm excited now. It
0: is super gory. They do like brain surgery on this dude. They're swapping out brains. And basically, they're creating a Frankenstein from all the pieces of different people in the Insane Asylum and they're trying to prove that the brain doesn't make the man so they 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 get this like beast this guy who they were like he's a neanderthal he's more neanderthal than human and he's he's a monster so they they have his body they have the hands of like a, a wood carver or something and the brain of a of a mathematician and they're trying to like make him a new human but of course if you if you were like a uh, you know a a brilliant professor and you woke up in the body of a Neanderthal with somebody else's hand sewed on you. Do you think you're gonna be in a good mood? Do you think you're gonna be happy about that? No. He goes on a rampage through the asylum killing a bunch of people and it's great. Real bloody. Super fun. And I it just it was great because I thought, you know, a lot of the a lot of the hammer horrors have really cool mad scientist scenes with like Cool contraptions and electrical devices and jars of eyeballs. And this one was particularly gory in a way that I I enjoyed. So I highly recommend this. This is a great one. Did you say this is on Amazon? It's on Amazon. And there are seven Hammer Frankenstein films. Curse of Frankenstein, Revenge of Frankenstein, Evil of Frankenstein, Frankenstein Created Woman, Frankenstein Must Be Destroyed, The Horror of Frankenstein, and Frankenstein the Monster from Hell. Curse of Frankenstein is great. Highly recommend that one. That one's great. But like the other ones get kind of crappy. And then this one, I was like, this one's back. This one's awesome. I love it.
1: Yeah, I'll check it out. I didn't have a Frankenstein, but like I mentioned before, I watched a movie last night with Amanda that I think is worth a rewatch if you haven't seen it in a while, especially if you're about our age. But Hocus Pocus, when was the last time you saw that?
0: Ooh, dude. It's been a minute.
1: I don't think I saw it since it came out in Blockbuster. Like since, <laughs> like since right, I don't think I saw it in theaters. I don't think I saw it in theaters. I must have got it like on a rental for a weekend. Yeah. It was 1993 uh, when it came out. And I don't think I've seen it since then. But I think our generation loves it. And it's always touted as so great. They're saying they're going to make a uh, a sequel and everyone's excited about it. I don't remember loving it as a kid. I remember being fine. Yeah. But I watched it last night. It's really fun. I don't love it. I still don't love it as much as everybody else seems to love it. But like you and I would love it because a kid, a kid, a kid steals a car. A kid gets her soul, her life force sucked out, and she's dead. They hang the three witches. There's nonstop talk about how a virgin needs to light this candle, and there's a lot of virgin jokes. There's a scene where the Bette Midler is on a broom chasing this kid down, and he's a kid. He's supposed to be in high. I think he's not even in high school but let's just say he's in high school he still steals a car she's trying to pull him over he punches her in the face and she like veers off the road into a bush and everyone in the car is like yeah and they celebrate you're like you just punched a woman in the face like i get that she's a witch you just punched a woman in the face there's all these little things in it that I was like and it's a disney movie it's on disney yeah. plus right now there's a lot of things in it where you're like really like and we don't like the you know the the old like adolf hitler donald duck cartoons like we can't show that but you could show all like this girl dies and they say numerous times that she's dead. There's a cat in it that lives forever. It's got the soul of a human in it and is cursed to live forever. He gets hit by a truck. We don't see the action happen, but we see the truck bounce. Yeah. And then it cuts to the cat with his whole like. Yeah. And yeah. And he inflates, he inflates, again. inflates back yeah. up. But there's a minute where the girl is crying over his dead body. If I was a kid, I think I'd be upset there. Oh, my God. I
0: dig this movie a lot. Kate and I just recently watched an old recording of a Bette Midler concert, which, you know, you're watching it for your wife's sake. But then you sit down and you get drawn into it and you're like, this is really fun. She is a great performer. She tells dirty jokes, which is really funny. And she's great in this movie. I love the three
1: witches. They're really, and I really hate Sarah Jessica Parker most of the times, I think. They, all three witches are hysterical yeah they do a great job wonderful character acting yeah it's like it's hard not to get wrapped up in that the rest of the movie is just like aside from the funny shit that i'm talking about that you and i would be like what but that just happened yeah aside from that stuff the story is like ho-hum it's like whatever whatever the stakes aren't that high even though it's like li- the is living forever for meeting children but it's like it's just fun, and you like, their acting is intoxicating. It's really enjoyable. And, like, Thora
0: Birch, who plays the little girl in that movie, I worked with her on yeah. The Walking Dead, and it was... Y- you try not to gush about that stuff when you're, like, on set with them. Like, <laughs> I liked you in that movie when you were nine. Yeah, I
1: love when you were a child. <laughs> yeah,
0: right? yeah, 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 yeah. But it was really cool to be like, oh man, she was in that movie. I like, it. like you don't normally get starstruck, but it's hard not to when you know a movie that you were as a kid. were like, man, that movie's yeah, really great. yeah, yeah. And I loved it. I love that moment when that zombie like cuts his yeah his, cuts his own mouth his off. mouth open uh, cut, and he spits stitches, out the yeah. the stuff and he's like,
1: go to hell. And I was like, oh,
0: you're not allowed to say that. that. And that
1: there's a so there's a zombie in the movie that they we are told through exposition was the husband of one of the witches. Had an affair with another one of the witches, so his wife killed him. And then like, so he comes up, and the the wife and the husband are like the zombie and his ex wife argue. When Sarah Jessica Parker shows up, she's like, Hi, Danny. And he's like, Hi, Sarah. And you're like, oh, you guys banged. Awesome. <laughs> so that's your occult movie, the one that I need to see,
0: and I've never seen this movie. And you're gonna go, What? I've never seen the craft.
1: Oh, interesting. The Craft is like the cool kid version of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And and this is one that I'm always like, Kate, you want to watch The Craft? And she's like, I saw it like a sleepover when I was like 13. I don't really feel the need to see it again. I'm like, yeah, but
1: I want to see it. Like, <laughs> come on. I would I would Zoom watch that with you. I haven't seen that in, again, I don't think probably since it came out, I've probably seen it more than once. I've but never seen it. Was it was fun. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. But as a kid, I think I, I was just at that age where I felt personally slighted that there was zero nudity in it. You know, I was like, uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> it's like, here's all these hot
0: witches, you will not see any more of them the rest of this movie.
1: Yeah, it's like the same as Wild Things, but Wild Things teases it a lot better.
0: They remade this as a TV show. I think it's out right now. I don't know on what streaming service. There's a million streaming services right now, and I never know what's on what, but yeah, there is a television show, Craft the Legacy or something like that. Um it's getting good reviews, so but I don't want to like check out a TV show and not have seen the movie that's sort of based on, even though I know it's not a direct sequel, I don't know. It just feels weird to watch it if I haven't seen the original.
1: I get that. It's worth the watch. It's fun. It like I would think, just like me watching Hocus Pocus last night, if you or I were to watch that now, we'd be like, oh, that was cool. I could see why people like that, but we wouldn't suddenly like need the t-shirt. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like we're like, oh, I need to buy this right <laughs> away.
0: Hit me with the creature feature, Rumi. <laughs>
1: Uh, For this, I put a movie called Creature that I've been dying to see. Oh! I'm pretty sure I rented this movie as a kid, and like based on the cover art alone, and my parents let me rent whatever pretty much I wanted. And I'm pretty sure it's like an alien movie, like a schlocky alien movie. And in it, if I remember correctly, there's like some sort of mystical bullshit going on, and a woman in a spacesuit, like, becomes enchanted and then tries to enchant another guy, takes off her space suit and is naked. And I remember as a kid being like revolted and also titillated like crazy because I'd never seen a chick just be like super sexy. I don't remember if she was topless or totally naked, but I remember as like a little kid, I was like, what is happening? I don't know if I'm allowed to like this or not. I think it was this movie. It's either this one or Mutant, but I think it was this movie.
0: So is this 1985 creature, he looks like a... Uh, a knockoff of the alien he's got like a long yeah, face exactly
1: Exactly. Hmm. yeah and i think it's on like amazon and tubi it's right on now tubi for yeah but i uh it's it's one of those movies i want to check it out because i know i rented it as a kid and i know i rented this other movie called mutant which i think is also on the same two streaming services one of them has this scene in it where this girl gets naked in his, out of her spacesuit and it made young matt slightly uncomfortable but also aroused
0: why are so, my pants getting smaller?
1: Yeah, I was like, I, Mommy, what's this? I got to figure that out because I want to check that out. But I was like, that eh, looks like it'll be fun.
0: Yeah. You've mentioned two alien movies and you were like, I'm not really into alien horror movies. <laughs> yeah. <Halloween>. I <laughs>
1: well, I have Creature. Creature was my alien movie, but then I moved it to Creature because I got a better. Um, got a better,
0: a better, alien, better movie. alien movie?
1: What's your Creature?
0: I went with Humanoids from the Deep, man. I like this nice. movie This movie is, I think it's Rob Bottin did the makeup for these schlocky aliens. Rick Baker
1: helped. Rick Baker's in one of the suits, even. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. It's fun. It's schlocky. Um, Some people don't like it because it does involve fish trying to
1: breed with women, but... Trying to breed (laughs) with women who are not into it.
0: Yes. So, yeah, they're rapey little fish monsters. We'll just put it that way. But it's not too graphic. I don't know. It's not for everybody, but... If you want to see some fish creatures crush people's head and destroy like a town fair in a bitching oh, way, yeah. the last third act of this movie is almost all carnage, and I love it for that. And the monsters are cool. When I saw this movie for the first time a couple years ago, I was like, man, this is how have I not
1: seen this before?: This movie, so it was on Turner Classic movies during a Halloween like marathon. TCM this played Hoogans. this? Yes, the, one of my favorite parts in the movie is there's a nerdy guy with a pretty cute girl with huge boobs and a ventriloquist dummy in a tent. Yeah. And yeah. he's the the guy's trying to convince the girl to get na- more naked and have sex with them. And while it gets the setup of like you know that these two people are about to get killed. The one of them is using the the ventriloquist dummy and then the monster cu- like the monster kills I think the guy outside of the tent and then rips the tent open to get at the girl and intercut with that carnage There's a shot of the ventriloquist dummy who turns his eyes over and opens his mouth. He is reacting to the murder by himself and it's not explained or discussed any further.
0: (laughs) It's hysterical. And there's a lot of good gory, gory kills. Ah, man. Yeah, that movie's a lot of fun. Good creature feature, but yes. The Launchpad podcast does not condone Fishman assault.
1: It's good. It's fun. It's definitely a fun movie. And it's definitely like, Another throwback to, like, 70s exploitation. Big it's time. Not qu- I guess it is kind of exploitative, but it's it's good. So next on, on the list, the next
0: category is a mad science movie.
1: Mad science. This
0: used to be mad scientist specific, but I, I broadened it to be more, you know, any sort of scientific
1: use mm. of horror. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I'm going to, I'm going to, I had that as blank, but as we started talking, I'm going to fill that this, this. October hopefully with Invisible Man because I haven't seen that in so long I think that fits that category I love that maybe I'll try to do a sequel too because I definitely have never seen the sequels but that was one of those movies that I was like so what he's invisible who cares and you watch it and when you take the history into account the effects look so good Yeah, and he is bat shit crazy. Insane. Like he, I remember being scared of him the first time I saw it as a grown up. I saw it as a yeah. grown up.
0: So there's like four or five sequels. There's Invisible Man and like Return of the Invisible Man which is a direct sequel and then there's like The Invisible mm-hmm. Woman and The Invisible Agent and then Abbott and Costello made The Invisible Man. And um, Invisible Woman's like a comedy and I appreciate it for being an old hokey fun movie but it's not great. Invisible Agent mm-hmm. is interesting because it's like its own thing during World War II But Invisible Man Returns, I don't want to say it's a better movie, but it ups the ante on the effects. And I think those are really cool.
1: What number is that in the series? The second one, the direct sequel. Like
0: It's the same characters from the first movie. He meets up with his wife and she's like, okay, we'll hide until we figure out a cure. But it has some really cool, really cool things going on um, effects wise. And it has like uh, him in the smoke. Like the the police figure out that if he's invisible, we must be able to see him in the smoke. So they do this thing where they're waving smokers around and you see the body run through the smoke. And I was like, that's, that's cool. And I think the way they did it was a classic double exposure where they're on a black stage and somebody in a black suit, head to toe black suit, run through the smoke. And I Mm. didn't expect it at first because I was like, well, how are they going to, maybe they'll just show it with a waft or something. But to see a human shape in the smoke run through, I was like, that they thought about yeah. that, and that's really clever. There's a great scene where this guy's fighting the Invisible Man while a mother, another man's standing on a stool with a noose around his neck. So the guy keeps like falling off the stool, and his friend keeps trying to save him, and the Invisible Man's beating the shit out of him. And it's, it's, it's a cool, tense scene. And I was like, that's clever. But on my list is also the Invisible Man, but it is the one that came out in 2019.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about that. Actually. It
0: was great.
1: Was, oh you saw it i watched it
0: last night it was great
1: we well, tried to watch it you couldn't see it <laughs> <laughs> my dad's slow clapping somewhere
0: <laughs> i was so impressed with it it was small they take the scope way down and much like mm-hmm. the original invisible man you know it basically all takes place at one house almost it's interesting because it's playing on a completely different type of fear um I don't love Elizabeth Moss a lot of times, but she did a great job in this movie. But it starts with her waking up in the middle of the night in this really fancy house and her boyfriend is asleep and you see that she drugged him and she's very paranoid about him waking up and she's packing her shit and she tries to escape. And you see as she's running through the house, packing her stuff up that there's like some science things going on. This guy is building things in the basement with some pretty high tech gear. And, She escapes, jumps in her sister's car, and they're about to take off just as this dude runs up and starts punching out the windows and be like, I'll fucking get you. Don't you run away from me. And like going nuts. And they drive off and you're like, oh, he's an abusive piece of shit. And she's really scared of him. And then it jumps forward in time and she's been hiding out at her friend's house and basically just hiding from this guy. And her sister shows up and like delivers the news that her abusive piece of shit ex-boyfriend, he's dead. You don't have to hide anymore. And she's like, what? He committed suicide. She's like, oh, shit. Okay. And then he leaves her a boatload of money in his will. And it's like, the only stipulation is you can't go crazy and you can't commit a crime. And they're like, all right, fine. Give me that money. She signs on the dotted line. Immediately after that, fucked up shit starts happening. And it's pretty obvious to the main character that her piece of shit ex-boyfriend is still alive and somehow invisible they do a great job of playing into the fears of gaslighting. Like when you say this happened, everybody's like, you're crazy. And she's like, Mm -hmm. no, this is what he does. I know he's alive somehow. He's doing things to fuck with me and to fuck with you and to make you think I'm crazy. And like, it just spirals, man. And it is really effective, really well done playing on the fears of somebody not believing you and like how that happens to women in abusive relationships and how like shitty that is. It, was such a smart way to take something that is a real life fear and a real life monster and turn it into a horror movie. Brilliant. And that end, and it's got some good kills in it, but again, it's small, like I said, very contained and they do a great job with it. I was very impressed. The ending, the very, very like last ending, I was like, all right, fine, you did it. But that I, you know, I would have liked to, if you maybe, maybe made the movie a little bit longer, but it was uh, really well done. I highly recommend it. And that's on it's on a couple different services, but I watched it on
1: HBO Max. Do you think if you were in a big fancy house and you thought someone was invisibly stalking you, I feel like I can get to the bottom of that pretty quickly.
0: Well, she does a good job. She's throwing blankets over things. She's throwing paint everywhere. She's using a fire extinguisher. Like She's smart about it. The hard part is when other people show up and they're like, nah, you're crazy. And she's like, someone is in the room. Like I am telling, like, right. she is never like, it's a ghost. She's like, it's him. And he's stalking me and he's somehow invisible. Yeah. And this one, I mean, it kind of spoiled it in the trailer. So I won't give away everything, but he has figured out a way to do- be invisible and it's not magic.
1: Right, right. right. Which almost like ghosts like, if I went to your house and you told me that someone was someone you knew was stalking you invisibly, that would be almost harder to digest than if you said it was a ghost. Because ghost, I'm like, well, I don't know about ghosts, so maybe it's a ghost. But I'm pretty sure people can't be invisible right now. Like, I'm pretty sure we haven't figured that out. So that would be harder to explain almost. The
0: things. cool thing, though, is there is technology out there right now that's ref- doing light refraction. So you look like a predator when you wear this stuff. And it's like, and it just, it's like reflecting what's around you. And that looked mm-hmm. cool. So, So this movie is playing with as true as that technology could be. He basically has a suit that has these itty bitty cameras like all over it, and it like projects mm-hmm. what's behind you and all around you. And it and you buy it the way they show the yeah, technology. You're like, okay. you're like I, I I believe that
1: that's how we would do it these days if that was real. All right, I'll check that. That that's on my list to check it out. Would you buy it or rent? Did you did you rent it or did you get it for free?
0: It was on HBO Max, so I, it was on a streaming service okay. that I had. I don't know. Like Kate does not want to see this. She's like, that seems too real for me and it it yeah, was yeah. and i think that that's why it was really effective to me i think it yeah. worked because it's so freaky and real and um but I, I i give a big hats off i don't think i need to buy it because at the end of the day like but would you let
1: would you suggest me renting it for four dollars or like fuck yeah
0: hell yeah hell yeah, oh, yeah. I, there's not enough on the special features that would make me want to buy a dvd of this but definitely worth four dollars to rent or okay. you know to stream it or however you would find it it's worth it it's cool
1: scary movie All right. Well, that was mad science. Our next category we have is tiny terror. You have tiny terror.
0: Yeah, man. So this is something because there's a lot of movies where you know the bugs are the monsters. You know, like the Nest is my choice for this. Mm. But it's kind of a two part. Watch Chucky, you guys. If you haven't seen Child's Play in a long time, yeah, I agree. I'm going to have
1: to watch at least one of those.
0: Just watch a Child's Play movie. I, I did one and two, and I love them. We talked about them on the last episode. But the Nest is a cockroach movie that I highly recommend it's on Amazon. It is really fun. It's just killer cockroaches that then transform into a giant cockroach monster at the end. And it is,
1: it's bananas. I watched that recently. Actually. It's great. I, we went we did that for our first shitty movie, um, drive in and it was awesome. And it's, um, and it's, it's, it's what you want it to be for yeah. sure.
0: Oh yeah. Great movie. Super fun, super gory. And just so many gross cockroaches, it creeps you out.
1: (laughs) I am going to definitely do a child's play. I have to do at least one of them. I had a friend who's never seen any of them, and she expressed interest in it, and I was like, (gasps) and it's been at two different drive-ins around here this month, but they immediately sold out. So I'm trying to find tickets for that if I can. Otherwise, I can do it over Zoom. But uh, I actually put one that is a don't need to see. I just watched Night Child. Oh, no. Which is on Tubi, b and I think it's on uh, Prime as well. Yeah. It's described as, like, things get weird when this young girl is given a medallion that uh, makes her possessed with the body of a murderer. Not exactly what happened. First of all, <laughs> and this is going to this, <laughs> this be mean, but this little girl looks like she should fit in the creature section of this this <laughs> list. Her eyes are so far apart on her head, She's so weird looking. Um, she's not an endearing character at all, even before she turns evil. What's the name of this movie again? One more time. Okay. It's called Night Child, but it also has three or four different names about medallion, and it also in a different language. It's like a, it's a, a, I don't know if it's a British movie, but it takes place in England, and the, the dad, the mom is dead. The mom, very quickly we, we see an implication that the mom died by a fire. And that the girl was outside the house and watched the mom screaming for help through the window and watched her mom burn up. The dad is a, he's a narrator slash producer for a documentary. So he has to go to all these old castles and look at art. He finds this devil painting that's got a little girl in it that he thinks look like his daughter and they don't know where it came from, blah, blah, blah. It's one of those movies that like they had two or three things that they wanted to put in there. Like oh, and there's a painting about the devil and no one knows where it came from and it's like influencing people and they're like, okay. And it's like, also there's this medallion that's enchanted and the medallion makes the girl act crazy and they're like, okay. And there's like, also there's this castle. No, no, there's too many fucking things. What is this movie about? The, <laughs> the little girl finds this medallion that belonged to her mother who we don't think was a killer or weird at all. She, put, she asked the dad if she can wear it and it immediately starts making her like, smoke cigarettes, the nanny catches her, and then she starts like bad seating. She starts killing the nanny and some other people. The dad gets this new fling and, you know, it it looks like she's gonna try to kill her. It's super anticlimactic. It took me like two or three nights to get through it. Um no it, it's it I think you and I would have fun with it because we would be ripping on it. But it was just good enough to put on in the background while I was doing some like, you know, podcasting homework or comic art homework. And, uh, it wasn't boring, but it definitely wasn't like as exciting as it could have been given the fact that it fucking had three movies. The big reveal at the end was she killed the mom. She, like the mom was sleeping. She snuck in there, closed the door and lit a fire just like out of little kids, stup- like stupid. Let's see what happens. And then she could, when she, she knocked the fire over, she immediately tried to like get the mom out, but she couldn't. So she ran away and the mom died. Huh, I don't know what, like, which is like a cool reveal, but what does that have to do with anything else?
0: I, I, I don't know,
1: man. This is, is it, it Italian? Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Is this an Italian movie?
1: I, I, I'm, I don't know what, what it was. I mean, it was a lot of English people in it. I don't know what. Little, well, little Ginger community. Kid? They're in Italy. Yeah, it was definitely a Little Ginger Kid.
0: She's in a movie called and Blood that that's been on my watch list for a while.
1: She's gonna creep you out. <laughs> <laughs> She was
0: in She's Deep annoying. Red, too.
1: Hmm. She's annoying. that's <laughs> Red's a great movie.
0: Okay, so don't watch The Medallion or The Night Child or whatever that's called. <laughs> yeah. It does have like six names. All right, well, that's Tiny Terror. All right, now we're into the Supernatural horror movie.
1: Supernatural, I don't care, man. Every, every October, I got to watch The Exorcist at least once. Hell election. yeah. No, I 100%. To. I mean, I have to watch that at least every year, and October seems the best, but... I'm definitely going to do that, but I think I'm going to do Tourist Trap again, because I just watched that a couple months ago after, you've seen it? Tourist Trap? Yeah. I don't know why you would ever watch that again. Because I love that movie. That's a movie I remember seeing in the video store a thousand times being so creeped out by that weird you know, uh, Phantom of the Opera-esque mask. And then I started watching it, and it's like this room is magically moving around. All these things are moving by themselves and killing people. And you're like, wait, what is this movie about? And then it just gets more bonkers as it goes. I think it had some cool deaths and cool effects, and I'd, like I'd watch it with you, but
0: I have no desire to watch that movie ever again. That movie was so Why, boring. boring, so boring.
1: Oh, I didn't think it. I didn't. It was one of those movies that like I was on my computer at first, and then I was like, nope, got to close my computer and actually watch this because it's like it's one of those movies in a good, in my opinion, in a good way where you're like, oh, it's about a haunted room, and then you're like, no, it's about a slasher. No, it's about a Wait, who is doing who is the bad person? It's What's about psychic
0: here? powers, it's about body mind meld shit. Yeah, it's I liked I liked it a lot. I and think I wanna, it's a like, movie it where most chance. of the movie somebody's running around being like, Bill, are you in here? Yeah, Bill? that's just, we've Bill? we've actually talked
1: about this movie before yeah. with that specifically. Yeah, yeah. I'm on board. The though.
0: beginning like is so slow. Like the first kill is like, Okay, she's gonna die. Let's just get to it and stop looking I around got shit a to do single room. Her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ugh, ugh. Okay. Oh, I like all right, it. All right, I'm on right. board.
1: I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give it, you know, my, my, my shot this month, and I'll tell you what I think of it on the second viewing. And then you guys, listeners, if you check it out, yeah. tell us what you think. Which Are you on board? Is it lukewarm? Don't you listen to me. Rooney, you should really- check it
0: out. If you are a hardcore horror fan, you should check it out. And some people like this movie. It's bizarre. It is unique. If you're oh, looking, I like it. I like it. If you're looking for something that's going to show you something you've never seen before, Tourist Trap is there for you, but it's not up my alley. So we, we're, we're split. So if you watch Tourist Trap, let us know what you think. Mine is a new one. This is 2019's Tigers Are Not Afraid. Oh, you
1: told me you to, uh, off the air, you told me the other day that you'd seen this, but yeah. I haven't seen it yet. What S- so this that? is a,
0: a Mexican film, and it starts with this little girl is in school, and like the cartels are, you know, war outside. They're shooting through the windows of her school, and she's on the ground, and she's scared. And her teacher hands her three pieces of chalk and she says, these are three wishes just like in a fairy tale. And these will keep you safe. And the little girl takes the chalk and goes home and her mom's gone. And she's just like, oh, shit. A couple days pass, her mom's gone. And then she takes one of the pieces of chalk out, breaks it and says, I wish my mom was back. And suddenly, her mom's back, but she's wrapped in a trash bag and just covered in blood, and keeps like following her the rest of the movie. And she's like, "Oh shit, my mom, I, I should have been more specific in my wish." So she goes and lives with these like orphan children up on her roof, and they decide to like get revenge on the cartels. And they say, "If you want to be part of our group, you got to go kill this guy." So she goes to this dude's house with a gun, and she like walks into the house, and she's gonna go. Kill How this old guy. is this kid? They're like all under nine. They're all young. Okay, like children. Children. And she walks in and she pulls out another piece of chalk and she's like, I, I wish I didn't have to kill this guy. And the camera comes around to the front and he already has a bullet hole in his head. And you're like, oh, shit. So she rescues all the children that were trapped inside in cages. And everybody's like, damn, you killed that guy. And she's like, well, I, I wished for him to not be a problem and he's not a problem anymore. So the guy who killed this guy for real... Is like, I need his cell phone. And it turns out that one of these orphan kids has this man's cell phone. These cartels are chasing these children. The children are, are trying to hide and take care of each other. And it's a lot of like, you know, Gerald, Guillermo del Toro style fantasy stuff, but so well done, such great child acting. Every time she makes a wish, it goes wrong. You know, it, it comes true, but it's wrong, kind of like Wishmaster style. And it's all around this big theme of like the tigers that are in the cages and when they escape, what they do. And, man, I just, I really liked it. It's really creepy. There's a scene where she's crawling through a room full of dead bodies and trash bags that, you know, this is where they, the cartel's dumping the bodies
1: and she's stuck in there. Where'd you see it? Shudder. You have, like, twice as many streaming things as I do.
0: I, I beef up during during October. As Go soon ahead, as October's man. done, I'll probably drop a couple, but I beef up in October just because I want to see all these movies. Can I throw a couple of honorable mentions on there that that people should check out? If if they're yeah, yeah. So if you can't get a hold of Tigers are Not Afraid, I recommend The Changeling, which is a cool Ooh, haunted yeah. house
1: movie. I've never seen that, but I know it. We all know the cover. We everyone's seen the cover. The
0: wheelchair. It was really cool. Uh it's slow. It's certainly very paced, but I thought it was paced well. And it's and it's really cool haunted house movie. Very well done, and kind of a lot of things that it does, you're like, that's that's awesome. Like that's what haunted house movies should be like. Really creepy, very atmospheric. Very cool story. I liked it a lot. Changeling is worth checking out. And then uh we watched Frighteners last week just for fun. I love that movie. So fun. It's like a Where did con- you
1: see both of those?
0: Um Changeling is on Amazon and Frighteners is on HBO Max.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I love Frighteners, but I haven't seen it in so long.
0: Yeah. Peter Jackson, man. Peter Jackson, Michael J. Fox. Great movie.
1: Where do you where do you stand on the original haunting? It's fine. I love it. I love it. I know yeah. it's slow. I know it's dated. I fucking love it, and I love like that's a movie I'll think about. Like something will remind me of it, and I'll think about it all day long. You know,
0: when I was a kid, I saw that movie, and there's a moment like where it's just using sound, and I was freaked the fuck yeah. out with the knocking, out. the yeah, pff,
1: yeah, yeah. I agree.
0: Yeah, that movie scared. I agree. Me I actually kid. feel
1: that way about Blair Witch too. I think Blair Witch is really cool, and I like some of that sound really freaks me out. Like I think it it is a very like yeah part of it is i i was sold like Blair Witch i was so into just walking into the theater to see it nice. and then it just i thought it delivered But the haunting i lo- i just think that movie's so fucking good and it's one of those like it is it is a commitment you are you are buckling your seatbelt for a long haul there but i like it i like it every time too
0: it's a good one it's it's cool i like i like the haunting and and of course you have to study it in film school cuz it's one of the first like on-screen representations of lesbians but like barely represented we knew what was happening. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's represented, but not really. But you study it and you, you get it that it's like this is pretty sub- subversive for the time. I've been
1: studying it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Good movie though. Well, our next uh, our next topic here or our next category is uh, like maniac and slasher films, right? Yeah. I have a couple for this, and you mentioned the Friday the Thirteenth box set. That that's the only us... thing
0: on my list in this slot, man. I am yeah. going to be
1: watching some Friday the Thirteenth. Well, what do you, what, I, I'm, I'm going to assume that most of our listeners know about this, but Scream Scream Factory is releasing this month, October 2020, uh, a, a beautiful box set of all of the Friday the 13th movie. Freddy vs. Jason is not on there, right? It's just yeah, Jason. Yeah, it movies. is. All of them. Oh, it is? Every single, it's and, every... And the remake.
0: And the remake. It's all on there, dude. Oh,
1: damn. And there's some big things on there. I think the thing that we were, everyone was most excited about a couple of weeks ago to find out was that the... Gore, the gore, uh, some of the gore footage of what is it, the second one? Yeah, is on there of of, of Friday the. 13th it's of on its own special
0: feature. They didn't cut it back into the right, movie not in the but movie.
1: That's fine. I'm excited to see it. There's a couple other unrated versions that you you may or may not have seen. I don't know if there's any other unrated stuff that has not been released um, before.
0: The Jason Goes to Hell is fully unrated. It's it it it's I think the most complete version of that movie that's ever been released will be on this. There's a couple pieces to it that have been added in. Yeah, so I'm very excited to watch Jason Goes to Hell on this version.
1: Well, are you gonna? I'm gonna cherry pick. I'm definitely not going to do the whole series. Are you gonna do the whole series?
0: No, it's not. Like, look, each one of those movies has something that I like in it. I think the first one's classic. The first one's classic. Every time I watch it, I'm like, this is a solid movie, solid Mm
1: -hmm. good. Well, I mean, it's fucking spawned, you know, a subgenre. Really, you know, I know it wasn't just that movie, but it was one of the most iconic ones. Yeah.
0: That, you know? Well, it's like Halloween did it, and everybody's like, I think I could do that better. And then Friday the 13th did it, and everybody goes, We have to copy this shit right now. We have to make this movie. And there's a couple of knockoffs that, if you can find The Burning, I know it's on Shudder, but if you have access to the, the Burning, it's a great Friday the 13th knockoff. Incredible.
1: One See, of the best knockoffs. I've knockoff. never seen before, but I've heard it so Dude, good I've never it seen it. It is
0: the best Friday the 13th knockoff you can find. It has a great cast, it has some great gory moments. It's a great monster character, Cropsy, I think is what they're calling him. He's all burnt up and creepy looking, um, so yeah, I mean, the burning's great. I'm definitely going to cherry pick. I think I'm going to watch one and two. Three's okay, but three's when I start to get to some characters that I can't stand, like Shelly's rough. Yeah. Sorry, dude. I know that he has often been like, dude, it's just a part, and I'm like, I get it. But you do realize that you were told to be the most annoying thing possible in that movie, and you succeeded. You, you acted the shit out of it. You killed it. The stoner characters in that movie make no sense, and I hate them. But it has I some agree. of the best kills. Like, when you get to the third one, the kills get awesome. I love the fourth and fifth one. Those are great. Uh, the sixth one is awesome. The seventh one is my favorite-looking Jason, but the kills are so neutered that I'm kind of like, mm, 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 mm. Yeah,
1: five, six, and seven, I think, are my favorite. They're the most rewatchable one and two maybe are the best movies. I think like they're as films, but when you just like want to watch what you think, or at least what I think Jason movies are, I think five, six, seven are the best. Yeah. If you guys know these movies like we do, you're speaking our language. If not though, go back and listen for famous monsters of Filmland. right? We did their podcast and we dissected, On a pretty strict timeline, but we dissected each of these Jason movies (laughs) throughout the whole series. And it kind of gives you at least a barometer of what each movie is and what it's about and where we land on how we feel about them. So if you guys haven't um, checked those out or haven't listened to that episode, it's a good little cheat sheet of what happens in what movie and which ones are goofy, which ones are straight, which ones are neutered. Yeah, the link to that is on our website. You can see the
0: Famous Monsters of Filmland podcast link. Yeah. To hear me explain Jason goes to hell in like under four minutes was a task.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's it's definitely a fun episode, but it's really good. Like, you know, before I knew these movies, like I did, they all kind of blur together. They're all very similar. I mean, you know what Jason is, right? Even if you never saw one, but these kind of explain that some of the, the higher beats in each movie. So if you want to just listen to that, it might be a good way to figure out where to start if you've never tried a Friday the 13th, because the beginning may or may not be the best place to start there. Um, but this box set, I'm excited about. It. I think it'll be cool. I'm gonna cherry pick. I think I'm gonna watch five for sure. Maybe six, but I love six. Six is probably my favorite. But I've seen it. That's Jason Lives. I've seen it so many times. Seven is great, but like you said, it's you know it's neutered and it it's it's fun to watch. That would be a good one to watch with people. Like maybe if I can convince Amanda or some other friends to watch it with me. I would do I,
0: it. And I will say this: Seven has the best like final girl scene because surprise, she has psychic powers and her and. Kane Hotter are just mm. tearing each other apart. She's throwing him through floors, lighting him on fire, electrocuting him. Like it's one of the best like psychic
1: like telekinesis rips his mask in half off of his face to yeah. show his cartoony house uh zombie face. Yep. Right? Like looks, looks, he reminds me of the guy from House, the world the Vietnam. Big Ben, zombie. yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh man. I I yeah. <laughs> and if you watch four, five, and six, that's the Tommy Jarvis trilogy. So it it yeah, works. Yeah. It's an inner. I love that. Yeah, and it's great. Um, and I mean, I'm I'm a Freddy guy. I mean, I got I got a big Freddy bust. I have gloves on my wall. I'm a big Freddy guy. But every now and then, you know, <sighs> Freddy is I, I I love Freddy. And if you watch the first one, the third one, and New Nightmare, you get a great trilogy out of that. I love the second one, but like, Freddy can be a little tiring sometimes. He thinks he's funny, and <laughs> that's a little exhausting. I
1: just watched five and. I liked it more than I thought I was. You're right, Freddy's mask doesn't, or Freddy's face doesn't look as good, but there was some cool or at least fun effects in that one. And I thought that one straddled the line of like creepy and scary and horror and also self reflexive and jokey and fun. Except when he like
0: pushes the bed of spikes across the road, like Wile E. Coyote style, I I don't like it. I agree. I agree. I don't like it when Freddy's Wile E. Coyote. And again, some of the kills are fine, but I hate it when he's Wily e. Coyote. I like it when he's a dream monster who kills you with horror. Wait, that's the 4th one though, isn't it? Is it? I mix the 4th and 5th yeah. one up. Like Dream yeah. Child and Freddy's is Dead. The 4th one way
1: worse than the 5th one. The 5th one, the 5th one is the sequel to the 4th, is it? Yeah. Oh, maybe no, maybe I'm talking about the 4th one. Maybe no. Which one I watched the Dream Child? Dream Child, yeah. I want to be bad. Is that 4 nah. or 5? Yeah, the little kid sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ugly little kid. There's a lot of ugly kids in these movies today. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. Well, as much as Jason is a good slasher movie, I'm actually going to go with Trick or Treats. Not Trick or Treat, Trick or Treats, which is from the early 80s, I believe. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You have a, a little, chubby, little, annoying kid being babysit, and all he's doing all night is fucking with his babysitter. That movie alone is fucking great and worth watching. But. There's a, a a killer for no reason, like random maniac killer trying to kill his way back to that house, and it's just bonkers. It's fucking awesome. It's like it's the the it's the epitome of what those movies are and were supposed to be from the early '80s, like the random slasher with like a thin, tight reason of why he's being a slasher and why he's killing. Then he tries to get home, and David Carradine. Has like a, I guess like a cameo as like a sleazy kind of dad. Oh, it's so fucking good. Little kid who like you, you guys watching this movie, if you haven't seen it, you could easily imagine me or Aaron being this little kid in this movie where we were just like little shits to our babysitter.
0: I see him doing like a guillotine magic trick or something.
1: Have you seen this movie? No, I'm looking at pictures (gasps) right now. Dude, you got, I'm telling right, you, where is it? You gotta watch it. How
0: do I find it? Uh,
1: I believe it's on Tubi. It's on Tubi. Tubi and or Amazon. All right,
0: all right. Adding that to my list. Trick or treats. I'm telling you,
1: dude. I I will buy you a donut if you don't like it. There's no way you're not gonna think this movie is awesome. And I guarantee you, you. Will what if be I don't like, like oh, that I remember donut? that bitch. I will buy you a trick or treat. <laughs> I think it's like a ripped trick-or-treat bag yeah. that has blood in it or and something. And there's like and an ear like,
0: poking through the hole in the in the rip. Right,
1: and I remember seeing that growing up in the video store. It's not as classic as like the chopping mall bag, but it's still pretty good. And I remember watching it being like, how did I not know that this was about this? It's just so fucking fun. We're going to do an episode that's just bags on covers of movies. Bag movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... You're going to like this.
1: I'm excited for you to watch this now, dude. I w- I'll tell you right now, I don't know if you're going to come to Shitty Movie tonight, but I would watch this at Shitty Movie if we could get everyone to vote for it. If not, I would have a date, like a Zoom date, just you or I, like tonight or tomorrow just yeah. to watch
0: this. Maybe we can set that up. All right.
1: Alien movie. Contamination. Did you see that?
0: Did I see that? It sounds like it's, something
1: I've seen. It's an Arrow release. It is on Tubi. It might be on Amazon. It's got a big brain with a eyeball in the middle of it on the cover. Huh. It is, um, it's, it's almost like the Dracula story where this ship washes up and there's all these pods in it. Everyone else is dead and melted. They pick up one of these pods and it explodes and burns through the people who are standing there. And they figure out there are these alien pods that fuck you up and burn you up and almost make like zombies out of you. So there's, it's like, it's almost like explo- explodable body snatcher pods. And someone is like, there's an intrigue. Someone is placing them around. So there's like a scene where a girl gets out of the shower and there's one of them in the room with her and she can't get out of the room. The room has been locked. Really good effects. Well, that's not, I shouldn't say really good. Really fun effects. Like Dawn of the Dead, blood, 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 red paint blowing out of people's chests. More chest mortars than you've ever seen in a movie. It's really fun. And then with a slight spoiler, at the end you get to see... You get to see an interesting alien puppet thing, but it's fun. At that point, you're just like, "Fuck, man! I'm I've been on this ride. This is fun. It's it's worth the watch. I would say it's definitely worth the watch. This is bananas. Looking, it wow, is. Wow!
0: I need to see this. It is on. I don't
1: know if it's full American produced or if it's Tubi. you know European. If it's European produced or Italian produced or whatever, but it's 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 that schlocky time of like. You know, Nightmare City. Oh, Nightmare City is such a fucking great zombie movie. Oh, save it um, for
0: save it for the next, the last category. I have
1: other one. I have other ones for that. But okay. like it's it's that type of thing where you're just like, this is not good. It's not bad, but I'm just having such a
0: blast with it. Yeah. Um. So mine. I I watched this last night. It's on YouTube. It's the only place I could find it. extro.
1: <gasps> I saw that as a kid. It's a the the. VHS cover was like an ugly little illustration of a kid and an ugly big illustration of a monster yep. kind of like standing behind his shoulder. Yep. This movie was bonkers,
0: dude. I was watching it. It's really bloody. Some people have said that it's a video nasty. It is not. It is not on the original list of 75. But basically, this alien is some sort of guy walking like a crab, but his mask has been put on the back of his head. So it's creepy looking, but it's like a guy on his hands and legs, like walking around, like on all fours, like a crab walk, but his head's on backwards. So it looks like he's walking forwards. It's so bizarre looking. This thing, it starts with this kid and his dad. They're like playing catch or something. And this bright light hits him in the sky and the dad gets abducted and disappears. And the kid's like, Oh man, I miss my dad. Three years later, this backwards crab walk monster kills these people on the road goes to this house and like face impregnates this woman like shoots this thing out of his mouth and it grabs onto her face and she's like and then suddenly she like explodes in pregnancy her stomach turns huge and this man who disappeared three years ago crawls out of her stomach bursts out of her it's really gory it's great he comes back and he's like Hey, uh, I know I've been gone for three years, but I'm here to see my kid and my wife. And she's like, "Um, I've been dating somebody else. And who the f- what the fuck are you
1: doing? Why do you smell like the inside of another woman's stomach?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, she's like, <laughs> I buy it. Sure. All right, fine. So they're trying to help him like rebuild his memories. But in the meantime, he's like, son, I'm special. You're special, too. And you'll get to come to a special place with me. And the kid gets like psychic magic powers after the dad like sucks on his shoulder. It's creepy. The kid makes his like G.I. Joe come to life, full-size, murder the neighbor, like a giant plastic G.I. Joe murders the neighbor, makes uh, tiny little people clowns appear and start killing people with yo-yos. It's one of those movies that if you weren't paying attention, you looked up, you'd be like, wait, where did these clowns come from? <laughs> wait, I thought there was a backwards-walking little dog monster. Where did this army man come from? Who are these clown monsters? why is this woman cocoon now? What's this growing out of her? Why is she spitting out eggs? It is bonkers. It's pretty bloody. It doesn't make any sense. None of it makes any sense. But like like with your Alien Mummy movie, the end, the guy like sheds his skin and turns into a skeleton alien monster that looks way better than any Ruby's costume. But he and the kid just like walk off into the light and the mom's like, no, no, no. And it just ends right, right there. And you're like, what? <laughs> Later, mom. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> so the kid got abducted and that was it? Like, not to spoil this movie, but I mean, it's not a good movie, but it is bananas to watch. And there's two more, extra two and three.
1: Yeah. I I don't know if I've seen the sequels. I've definitely seen the first one. I remember renting it and watching it, but I don't remember anything about it. It must not have had a naked woman in it that made me feel uncomfortable, but also bonerific.
0: Oh, there there is a naked woman in it. There's two naked women in it.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, man. I need to watch that then. <laughs> continue my lesbian studies that i started in the haunting
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's now, we bonkers got one man. more
1: category here
0: yeah last con- last category one of my favorites zombie movies man what do you got
1: you're synonymous with zombie in my head like if i only had one more movie to watch with you it would be zombies for sure that's how i think that's kind of like almost how we met that's how we worked together a lot
0: yeah you and i worked on some zombie movies until my appendix burst <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> and you thought i was a dick who was like just this blowing guy you off, It's
1: just like leaving.
0: Yeah. Was that the
1: was that the one with Matt Morgan? Or was that a different
0: it one? It was definitely a Matt Morgan joint. Like I mean, he was making all the zombie movies until I started making zombies. Adam zombie Alecka. Yeah, it was all those guys, man. And we were out at some warehouse pouring blood on zombies and doing zombie makeup and cool kills. And like all day my stomach hurt. And I was like, wouldn't it be funny if my appendix burst? And then I went home and felt worse. And you were like, "Hey, are you getting on the tee? Let's go." And I was like, "Dude, I feel really sick. Like, I'm sorry." And you're like, "All right, fine." And like, you thought I had blown you off, but my appendix had literally burst, and I spent like <laughs> I spent like a
1: month in the hospital because we had to do like twenty something zombies in one day, and I think I had to do all the makeups by myself. Then I think
0: I practically failed out of school because I was I, I was in the hospital <laughs> so long. Like, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, that's what I remember you for. But what what do you got for zombie movies? So. This one I just watched
0: recently. It's on Shudder, and it's called Yummy. Yummy was recommended to me by Ryan Dempsey, who's a fan of the show. You've heard him on here before. Oh, there you go. And when I was describing it in a previous episode, I erroneously said that it was Russian.
1: Meaning like it's in a hurry, or?
0: <laughs> Your dad is not laughing <laughs> at that one. You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> so no,
1: even dad didn't
0: have that one? All yeah, right. Yeah, even dad was Fair. just like, hmm. Fair. (laughs) no so it's this this woman and her boyfriend and her mom are going to this like low budget plastic surgery place and she wants to get a (laughs) breast reduction and nobody in this movie like is down with that everybody's constantly talking about this woman's boobs and the thing that bugged me about it is that the movie never came up with a resolution for that like either either get it done and she feels better or Don't get it done and realize that you are happy with the way you look or come to some resolution. The whole movie, everybody's like giving her shit about it. And then the movie's like, oh, I forgot that that was the main plot of this movie up until the zombie showed up. (laughs) So they go to this budget, low rent place. Her mom is getting a bunch of work done. And the boyfriend who is a medical school dropout, he's like, I don't trust this place. This place does not seem to have their shit together. And I don't want my girlfriend getting surgery here. So he keeps trying to interrupt the surgery, and finally they're like, how about you go explore the hospital with this dude who works for us? And this guy takes him down. Don't (laughs) set anything on fire. Yeah, they're doing drugs. (laughs) and (laughs) Or or I should say the guy who works there is doing the drugs, and the, the boyfriend's like, I don't want to do drugs. But the boyfriend finds a zombie down in the basement and lets it out because he thinks they're kidnapping women. He lets the zombie out, and the zombie, of course, starts killing people. And then it turns into a really gooey, gooey, gory zombie film It's fun. It's worth the ride. It's really over the top. It's really like sort of schlocky and cheesy. I don't know if I need to see it again, but I was, I was into it. I liked the gore in it. It was really gory. There's a funny bit where this guy who somehow he's like a famous musician or something. He and this girl are trapped in the kitchen together and she's like, I don't want to die a virgin. And he's like, Ooh, I can help you out with that. Ooh, but I just had dick enlargement surgery. And she's like, Ooh. And he's like, okay, let me get the bandages (laughs) off. And somehow he keeps spilling shit on his dick, his new monster dick that keeps burning it and then eventually gets lit on fire and then zombies bite it off. So it's like this like comedy of errors of his (laughs) dick getting caught on fire and like constantly getting injured in his (laughs) on his penis, which is hilarious and very graphic. So sorry, guys.
1: (laughs) What year and what country?
0: Oh, yeah. What I was trying to say earlier. I had said that it was Russian. Apparently, I'm an asshole, and I don't know the difference between uh, Dutch and Russian. It is a Belgian movie. It's in Dutch and English. Everybody speaks in English. Uh, I was way off on my assessment of that. Sorry to <laughs> anybody who <was> offended <laughs> by me not knowing what language it was. It was really gory and really fun, so check it out. But I do warn you, there's a lot of D in that movie. But it catches on fire. More, so. than
1: you're, more than you're used to? Uh,
0: Not not. I mean, I don't see anybody put a nail in it. Just
1: just bigger than, (laughs) just bigger than you're used to.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, But yeah, it's it's a fun zombie movie. Nothing nothing too original, but you know, hey, I'm always down for a good gory gooey movie.
1: Worth watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're
0: like, I need a zombie movie that I've never seen before. This this scratches that itch. Hell
1: yeah. Well, I've got one new that I have never seen before. Shockwaves. Have you seen Shockwaves? shockwaves I'm that's gonna, like
0: the nazi zombies right
1: yeah i'm gonna watch shockwaves i've never seen it before i've seen multiple video covers for it it's been on my list for years i believe it's on both amazon and to to right now and i'm like okay this is going to be the time to watch it looks like pure 70s awesome zombie i don't know if it's american or european um at this point in in, in the history of zombie movies it doesn't even matter it's probably going to be fun um that, as well as Hell of the Living Dead, I really want to watch. Yeah. I don't remember if I watched Hell of the Living Dead when we were talking about Italian horror with um, Jacob and Tab, yeah. Yeah, but I don't remember if I watched it when we were talking about that or not. So I'm going to rewatch that, regardless whether I've watched it or not. Those two are on my list. So I'm going to watch those. I'm pretty excited. Actually, both Bart Mixon mm-hmm. and either Chuck <laughs> Chuck Dixon or uh, Graham Nolan wrote about uh, Shockwaves in the last week or two. Uh, Bart Mixon, if you guys have heard, he is a special effects extraordinaire who we've had on the show a couple times. He was the guy who designed the original Pennywise makeup for it, as well as headed all the effects for that original 1990 miniseries. And he's also done a ton of other movies. I've worked with him a couple times. He's been on the show. He knows his way around horror and uh, zombies and stuff. He was talking about how great that movie is. And I forget which one, but if you guys are friends with Graham Nolan or Chuck Dixon on social media. You know that those two guys go crazy in October for horror movies with a bunch of suggestions. Chuck Dixon is a writer of Punisher Warzone as well as um, all the Batman or at least much of the Batman Nightfall series. Graham Nolan was an artist for the the Batman Nightfall series as well as a ton of other amazing stuff. So those guys have been on the show talking about horror as well. We did a big uh, werewolf series with them. But their, their social media lights up during the month of October with all these great recommendations. So all those guys were saying that Shockwaves is certainly worth the watch. So I'm taking taking that.
0: I bought Shockwaves. I watched it in college. I didn't love it. And then I got a jonesing for it again. And I had to go buy it again. <laughs> because I, I, like, I, I sold it. Because I, in college, I would buy Uh-oh. DVDs. And if I didn't like them, I'd sell them again. And so yeah. like I bought it. I sold it. And then I bought it again.
1: I've I can't believe it. It's one of those I can't believe I've never seen just by how many times my eyes have seen the cover, you so know, or like the one sheet.
0: Hell of the Living Dead is one of those movies. It's called Virus. It's called Night of the Zombies. Right. Apocalypse Cannibal. Zombie Creeping Flesh. It's one of those ones that like I've accidentally like started watching and be like, wait, this is Virus. Or like, wait, seen, yeah, yeah, this is not, yeah. I've already seen this movie. <laughs> it's fun. It's you know, it's one of the lesser Italian zombie movies. I I. I I can't say it's great, but it's not. You're not going to have a bad time if you're in the mood for that kind of movie, for sure. You know, if you're yeah, like, yeah, sure. I want a shitty Italian zombie movie,
1: it it hits all those all those moments for you. See, I really want to do Nightmare City, and I almost bought it on Blu-ray, but I'm having trouble. Arrow releases some of these things only overseas, or they release what they're calling a region free Blu-ray. Yeah. And I found online differing sources that say region free will work in American players, region free won't work in American players, or sometimes it'll work in a DVD player, but not a PlayStation. It'll work in a PlayStation, but not an Xbox or whatever. And it's like, ugh, I don't want to buy a rare, awesome Blu ray for 30, 40, 50 bucks and then have it not work in the one player that I'm trying to play it on, you know? Which sucks. It sucks that they don't release it in, in multiple um, formats. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe cost or la- what they would decide is lack of interest. But like, I, Italy, I'll buy it. England, I'll buy it. China, I'll buy it. Release it in my format. Shockwave's is on Tubi. That's cool. I believe it's on Amazon as well. At least it was. But
0: is one of those ones where I think the poster's the coolest part of the movie, but it has some pretty it has a couple cool moments to it and it's unique again you got peter cushing in it peter cushing's right. awesome he's got a great scar in this movie and it's just unique you know it's not it's something different that you haven't seen already it definitely has some very slow moments but overall like i like the look of the zombies they're these like nazi zombies with cool little goggles on you know come on
1: you love goggles
0: i love me some goggles why not <laughs>
1: Well, that's our list. The only I have a honorable two honorable mentions of the Texas Chainsaw Remake, uh, which I really liked since I, I saw it in theaters and I was blown away how cool it was. Dude, that opening it's scene, not yeah. The original, but oh my yeah, god, it's great! It really is a good movie. It's fun and Brightburn, which I still haven't seen yet, but that I've heard cool. is so good.
0: That movie is I just, cool. I, it's
1: one of those, like, I'm going to have to pay for it or use a free trial on Cinemax or something to get it. I pay, I so rented kind of it. Like, it's worth
0: wait. It's worth every $2, $3, $4, whatever. It's oh, like, cool. Amazon
1: wasn't letting me rent it. it. It was only letting me buy it for, like, $20 Fuck or that. $30. So I was like, I'm not doing yeah. that. It's cool.
0: I, I will tell you, don't expect the movie to be bigger than its budget. Like, it is a small takes place all in one location, small film, but it's like, what if Superman, you know, the classic story, Superman lands in a spaceship, the parents start taking care of him. What if Superman was like, I'm not interested in being good here. I'm actually not interested in that at all. And it's like this kid's powers start to develop as a superhero, just like you would. It's that it's just a rehashing of the, of the early Superman story, but it's like, what if he used it for evil instead? And I, I think it's cool. It was really well done. Um, but it's small. I know a lot of people are like, I wanted it to get bigger or him to leave the farm, and it's like, yeah, but that that they didn't have the money for that. And what they did with what they had is freaking great.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's those those are on my list to try to hit this month if I can. So man, so
0: thanks for sticking us, with no, us, guys. guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What do you guys? What do you guys? Anything on this list that you disagree? That's 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 worth skipping over, or is there anything that you guys would want to substitute? Maybe take something out of our Frankenstein category and either give us a new category or put a different movie in something that we have done here let us know what you guys think
0: absolutely and follow us on social media facebook instagram and twitter at launchpad pod on our website launchpadpod.com guys hope you guys have a great halloween season i know it's going to be weird pandemic i think is going to ruin it but it can't ruin you watching good movies and having a great time doing it Keep up with us, man. Still waiting on that baby. It's going to be happening any day now. I'm super excited. But, um, yeah. Thanks to everybody who's How been. How cool
1: if the baby came out on Halloween?
0: I know. I don't think we're going to make it that long, but it will be an October baby, nonetheless.
1: Just, just tell Kate to like just sit there and crunch up.
0: Just uh, squeeze it really hard.
1: Key, key, yeah, kegel it up till the till Halloween, because that'd be cool. Then she'd have same birthday as Vanilla Ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a spooky motherfucker. How about that? <laughs> so hes I don't know if he's spooky, but he's definitely born on October 31st.
0: All right. Well, let's blast this thing off, Remy. You got it. All right. We've been the Rocketeers, and we are out. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. We are all engines running.
1: Liftoff. We have a liftoff.